Welcome to Worship Call with Bible teacher Buzz Lawback. Buzz is the pastor of Grace Chapel Bible Ministries located in Duncan, South Carolina. This ministry is dedicated to the verse-by-verse teaching of God's Word and discipleship programs aimed at strengthening the faith of God's people. Now here's today's message. Matthew twenty-four twenty-nine through 31 But immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will fall from the sky, and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky, and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of the sky with power and great glory. And he will send forth his angels and a great with a tr- great trumpet, and they will gather together his elect from the four winds, and from one end of the sky to the other. This is the fourth day of the week in God's created order, the fourteenth day of the second month of 2024th year of our Lord. And this is another fine day in the Lord. Father in heaven, we are so grateful to be waking up this morning, waking up to your word, uh, waking up for uh, we just another day to serve thee, every day that you give us. And like Paul, for those that heart is connected to Thee, they look forward to being asked from the body and face to face with Thee. But every day is another day of service, another day of of useful servant. And so I pray this, that for this day that we made our divine appointments, that we do everything that we do, and um, in light of Your coming, with our with our focus up to know that our our sovereign. Leader, our the Son of Man will one day come and to sit upon His throne as I am. So we pray, Heavenly Father, this day and open our hearts to this study. In Christ's name, we pray. Amen. Glad to hear. Let me. Woo! I'm a little out of focus there. Let me take care of that here. Auto. Here we go. Uh, still ugly, but ugly's in focus. Uh, okay, I'm what God made me. So here we go. So. Little town of Bethlehem. Little town of Bethlehem. His first advent. When we talk about advent, his first coming. Uh, I think it's called. I think it's Parsia. The the first coming was a quiet coming. Uh, the the uh, after that Christmas night that we we celebrate and call Christmas. That next morning, everything went on as usual. Uh, maybe there were some shepherds running around with some story about angels and all that, but relatively, everything went on as it went on. It was as it was. As people say, it is as it is. Not so, folks. Not so with this second coming. Not so. Because he comes in as a lamb, as a gentle lamb coming in uh, on that first advent. But when the second advent comes, boom. There is there it's there there is going to be great notice of what's going on the whole world and I almost have to laugh at this here you think of and Charlie Charlie brought this up the Charlie cloth that uh, you know you have movies and stories about extraterrestrials uh, the uh, coming invading this earth. And the fear, and the, the, the these are disaster movies, and I think remember Independence Day with Will Smith and all that stuff, and the and the invasion comes on and takes over the world. 
Well, you know, in reality, <laughs> the movie does, and there is a reality. There is going to be invasion from above. But it's not going to be an extraterrestrial. It's going to be our Lord Jesus Christ and His second coming and coming with His saints. So, here's a period of time. We, we, we spoke yesterday about time. We spoke about how the with time is a window opportunity. Now is the time to choose. While the that window is open, while the train of grace and mercy is still in the the station, and the conductor is saying, "All aboard!" The tr- the grace train is still there, and you bring it up to a biblical analogy. Becca, Becca likes biblical. You know, when I stick with biblical, it's Noah. The time of Noah, the door is open. And with the door open, that, that ark was a billboard sign. And that billboard saying, judgment is coming. Salvation is available inside. The door was open. But then there came a time when that door closed. And interesting enough, that door remained closed for seven days before the deluge came. So, you have the window opportunity now. You this day, choose this day. It's our Joshua moment. Choose this day whom you will serve. As far as me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And so, the time will come just as the Bible has said it would come. And there, and the mindset. I think we're still many are still believing the lie that Satan told the serpent told the woman, "You shall not surely die." There's no, basically this the the intuendo, uh, I guess uh, the 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 um, essence of what he's saying is there's no judgment. There's really no judgment, but judgment is coming. A few verses on here. Isaiah thirteen ten. Isaiah thirteen ten. For the stars of heaven and their constellations will not flash forth their light, and the sun will be dark when it rises and the moon will not shed its its light thus i will punish the world for its evil isaiah 24:23 then the moon will be abashed and the sun ashamed for the lord of hosts will reign on the on mount zion and in jerusalem and his glory will be before his Elders, Ezekiel thirty-two seven, and when I extinguish you, I will cover the heavens and darken the stars. I will cover the sun with the cloud, and the moon will not give its light. Joel two. This is where we get the great and terrible day of the Lord. Uh, before them, the earth quakes and the heaven trembles. The sun and the moon grow dark and the stars lose their brightness and the Lord utters His voice before His army. You think this is going to be noticed? Uh, You think this is going to pass people's notice and it's going to be, it is what it is? Uh, Joel 2.31 And the sun will be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes. Joel 3.15 The sun and the moon grow dark and the stars lose their brightness, and the Lord roars from Zion, and utters His voice from Jerusalem, and the heavens and the earth tremble, but the Lord is refuge for His people. 
Amos 5.20 Will not the day of the Lord be darkness instead of light, even gloom, with no brightness in it? Amos 8.9 It will come about in that day, declares the Lord God, that I will make the sun go down at noon and make the earth dark uh, in broad daylight. Zephaniah 1.15 The day of the wrath is the day a day of trouble and distress, a day of destruction and desolation, the day of darkness and gloom, the day of clouds and thickness and clouds, um, the day of trumpet and the battle cry against the fortified cities. Matthew 25 to 29 to 35, uh, 29 to 35, which we're, we're covering, Acts 2.20. The sun will be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and glorious day of the Lord shall come. Revelation 12.6 talks about the the sixth seal. And um, let me see, we'll read that. I looked looked when when he broke the sixth seal and there was a great earthquake and the sun became black as sackcloth made of hair and the whole moon became like blood. And the stars of the sky fell from the earth and as the fig tree cast its unripe figs when shaken by the great wind. The sky was split apart like a scroll when it is rolled up and every mountain and island were moved out of its places. Then the kings of the earth and the great men and the commanders and the rich and the strong and every slave and free man hid themselves in the caves and among the rocks of the mountains. And they said to the mountains and to the rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the presence of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of their wrath has come. And who is able to stand? And then one more, 8.12. Revelation 8.12 The fourth angel sounded and the third of the sun and the third of the moon and the third of the stars were struck so that the third of them would be darkened and the day would not shine for a third of it and the night in the same way. So when we're dealing with prophecy we can allegorize it. We can say well what does this really mean? But I, I do believe and I hold true that to to interpretation when it makes clear and good sense. This is part of of Herman, uh, interpretation when it makes clear and perfect sense. You don't have to seek any other sense. It stands for itself. So, what does it mean by things are going to be darkened and the moon, sun, and moon going to be put out? It's going to mean that things are going to be darkened. The sun, and moon will be put out. Matthew 24.30 And then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky. Then all the tribes of the earth will mourn. And they will see the Son of Man coming in the, on the clouds of the sky with the power and great glory. See, this is payday. This is when throughout, throughout, the, um, throughout this world uh, that unbelievers were, were investing in their unbelief. And they were doubling down on their unbelief. And just like any other investments, this investment of their unbelief has matured and now they're going to have to cash in. 
and um, and they're going to mourn. Now let's look at this mourn. I I don't like the word really, but let's look at this mourn. Uh, I'm going to go with Luanida first, and Lu and and Luanida it says to cut this as as copto. The word means copto. It sounds like cut. Copto to cut. This is the word that is translated mourn. To cut by means of a sharp-edged instrument. For example, a knife, a sword, an axe. To cut. Um, others cut branches in a field. And in, in, a, um, let me see, in number of languages, important distinctions are made for various types of cutting. For example, terms referring to cutting of flesh may be different from those involving wood and stone. Similarly, important distinctions may be made as to whether there is a simple incision by cutting or whether a particular object is cut into or cut off. Um, let's go to, uh, i tell you what, let's go to mounts now. Get out of there. And I think I, I like mounts on this one. There we are. Okay, mount says copto means to smite, to cut, to cut, to cut off down, to beat oneself in mourning, lament, or bewail. And kind of makes a little more sense here in the sense that there were, I, I don't know about in the Bible, but where they were, were in extreme distress and mourning, they would cut themselves. And, and uh, I looked at that more than morning. I think this is a time of anguish. When they recognize all is lost. When everything that they, everything that the unbelieving world, and great and small, even moral and, and good people. You know, we have, there are a lot of good people, um, a lot of good moral people in the world. And yet, unrighteous. And they also are going to have to uh, face the, the wrath of God because they do not have salvation. They were good morally within this world, but they had rejected the salvation of God. Lived a good life. Um, they may have been good moral folks. They, they've uh, good people, pillars of the community. But yet, listen, wickedness doesn't. It, wickedness isn't about just on the outside. It's the condition of the heart and the connection to God. If you do not have the Son, you do not have life, no matter how good you are. And so, as I've often said, there's going to be people who wake up in hell and they're going to be surprised. Lord, Lord, have we not, and then uh, have we not done this and we haven't we done miracles? Have we cast out demons and all that? Why are we in hell? In the same way, I think there's going to be a number of people who's going to be surprised that they're in heaven because they had forgotten God, they had received salvation, but they went about their way. Uh, they will, they will be in heaven. They will, they will, they will have their tears as well, missed opportunities, and uh, and all that. So, anyway, so here's another humorous thought. How many times had people asked? How many times were there words Jesus asked? 
about giving them a sign. And let's go over some of these verses. Matthew 16.1 The Pharisees and the Sadducees came up testing Jesus. They asked Him to show them a sign from heaven. Mark 8.11 The Pharisees came out and began to argue with Him, seeking from Him a sign from heaven to test Him. Luke 11.16 Others to test Him were demanding of Him a sign from heaven. John 2.18 The Jews then said to him, What sign do you, do you show us as your authority for doing these things? And then 6.30 So they said to him, What then do you do for a sign so that we may see and believe you? What work do you perform? And in 1 Corinthians 1.22 For indeed the Jews asked for signs and Greeks search for wisdom. And so here it is, those who are looking for a sign. Well, here's your sign, says Bill Inball. Here's your sign, because this sign you're laughing to. Because he, okay, fine. You wanted a sign? Well, these people are now in hell. They, there's no unbelievers in hell. They all know the truth now, um, after the window has closed on their lives. But here, to this generation, a sign and this this coming generation is given. So, okay boys, here's your sign. But all the signs they do have currently is the fact that they are in a place of torment. All the one all the signs that they wanted. Yeah, where where are they now? They are in hell. Alright, Matthew twenty four three. As he was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, Tell us, when will these things happen and what will be a sign of your coming in the end of the age? Remember, this is what this is about. Revelation 1.7 Behold, he is coming in the clouds and every eye will see him, even those that pierced him, and all the tribes of the earth will mourn over him. So, it is to be a man. So, this is as uh, Chuck Messler says, this is going to be televised on CNN. So again, Copto is is cut. They're going to be cut to the core. That's what I say: cut to the core, or or cut to the quick. It's it's the it's the I think it's the anguish within the heart of the fact that. Uh, that payday has come. That pay up, now now it's time to pay up, and there's no escape. I mean, they're looking at their doom. There is no hope. There's no way out. There's no argument. The door of the ark is shut, and uh, and now all the, and they see the flood coming. The the uh, the wrath of God. So to. To mourn does not seem to be as much powerful word as the, do the word cut. So those who are in this world at this time, they will spend their last moments seeing the end come. And you know what? We, we read in Revelation that they will run into caves and they're looking for the caves to fall down upon them. They will seek their own death. But you know what? Death will not be an escape. It may be escape out of this world, but it won't 
be an escape from eternal judgment. Matthew 24.30 And then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn and they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds, the sky with power and great glory. It's time, again, time to pay up. Daniel 7.13 talking about the Son of Man. If you don't know, the Son of Man is the Lord Jesus Christ. And He's coming back in His humanity. He is in His hypostatic union. And it is He is the last Adam. He is the one that's going to fulfill what the first Adam was to fulfill. Because the first Adam failed all the all the results of wickedness and evil within this world through one man sin entered into the world and death so all that all the evil that we see in the world comes down to that one decision at the tree one decision to go against god now in obedience the 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 son of man the the offspring that the he is he is human he's going to this is the uh, a human representative. Yes, he is God. Jesus is fully God, but he's also fully hum- humanity. So this is the Son of Man that's coming in the clouds. Daniel seven thirteen. I kept looking in the night vision, and behold, with clouds of heaven, one like the Son of Man is coming. And he came up to the ancient of days. The clouds of heaven uh, can be the myriad, say, bunch of angels, myriads. <laughs> I think it's the word. Uh, but it can be it can be the whole host of angels, and that can be clouds. Clouds can be uh, also the glory of God, uh, and that's also reference as clouds and then clouds can also be the physical clouds okay I, I imagine we would probably need more work on that to come up with to, if we could come up with what it means by the son of man in the clouds it just dawned on me to mention that Matthew sixteen twenty seven. for the son of man is going to come in the glory of his father with his angels and will repay every man according to his deeds Matthew twenty four three our passage as he is sitting on the Mount of Olives the disciples came to him privately saying tell us what the signs of hap- uh, of these things happen and what will be the sign of your coming at the end of the age thirty seven for the coming of the Son of Man will be like the days of Noah mentioned that and then thirty nine and they did not understand until the flood came and took them away so will be the coming of the man of the Son of Man be. So this is the day and the hour which is to come. As it says, no man knows the day nor the hour. And that's not related to the rapture. That's related to the end of these days. So, you know, most of the time I give a negative, I I give up a negative uh, and say, this is not this. This is uh, this is not this, or this is the misconception that I take. Usually, I'm not 
not pointing to somebody. I'm talking to my own. I'm arguing with my own mis, past misconceptions. My first knee jerk. It may be a recent knee jerk, or it may be something that I've always understood. Listen, don't get so bogged down with what you've always learned and what you uh, what what you've always stood on. Read the scripture. Study the scripture. Get into it. Because we're not here to defend our own preconceived ideas. And so let loose of them as uh, as I do. So when I say, well, this is not this, it's normal because this is what I perceived in the past or this is what I stood on. But with the study of the Word of God, I have a different. it brought me to a different viewpoint in a lot of cases. So... Um, so I expressed the negative against my own presuppositions. So I'm not trying to build a case around those and, and strongholds around those presuppositions. It's my desire, it's my prayer, my own heart to get it right is to is is to know the truth. And um, so in Matthew, moving on to Matthew twenty four thirty one. And I will send forth his, or and he, not will I, and he will send forth his angels in a great trumpet, and they will gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of the sky to the other. And in the past, I, I saw this as the rapture. I saw this as the as God coming to collect up His church. It's not it at all. The rapture, the rapture is where we leave up. We're not gathered up. We are translated from the body, and we're taken up. We are. We go up to heaven. We go up to the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. It's not a gathering, and in, uh, in, in that sense, in this sense, it is the the delivered one. Once again, understand what salvation means. Understand what deliverance means and understand what the elect means. These things we must uh, must get in mind. When we're dealing with the people in the tribulational times, the church is gone. I'll show you that. The church is gone. We're not dealing with the church. The church is already raptured out of here. We're dealing with the people uh, and they're going through this hell on earth. These are the saints. These are the ones that are saved during the tribulational times. And they're they're seeing all this coming up, and the, those that are be delivered to salvation means that they are delivered into the kingdom. They are delivered from the from this the wrath of God from the great day uh, from this evil, and they are brought into the kingdom. This is the remnant. These are the the elect. And uh, let's go. Let's take a look at that word elect here. Um, and I will send forth his angels with a great trumpet, and they will gather together the elect. And this word is electos. And let's see, we'll go with Luanida on this. And Luanida uh, says that it's to choose. It's the choice that which has been chosen. And when you read the passage that um, Jesus said, many are, many are called, but only a few are chosen. Uh, it's not... This is not related to who's going to be 
saved and and become part of the church. This has to do with the remnant that's going to go into the the kingdom of heaven. These are the ones that are they're going to transcend. They're going to, they're going to be there at the end of this age, and it's going they're going to be brought forward. And these are also the wheat. We'll talk about that. So, so the called out ones, the church has already gone from the scene. This is not the church. This is not the rapture of church. But, but in terms of salvation, deliverance, these are the tribulational saints, both Jew and Gentile. There's going to be Jewish, um, there the saints. There's going to be also the believing Gentiles. Believing Gentiles will be broken down into. The, the or the sheep. Well, when we go to the sheep and goat judgment, uh, the the sheep on the right hand are the believing Gentiles. The goats are the unbelieving Gentiles. Uh, another study in itself. So, I believe this will be the. Um, I believe that this will include the resurrection of the saints. Or the, not the resurrected, yeah, the resurrected saints. This is the time that we have David and, and, uh, and or David and Solomon and the kings will rise up. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. There's going to be that great resurrection. I think this was one of the reasons why Abraham was so animate about being buried in the land. You know what? What's the big deal if you're going to die and and your soul's going to go to paradise and that's the end? I believe Abraham. Believed in that, believed in the resurrection. I'm sure of it, and taught it to his son. So they were animate about being buried in land. So was Joseph, so that when the resurrection happened, they would be there. Matthew eight eleven. I say to you that many will come from the east and west and will climb at the table with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. In the kingdom of heaven. All right. So in that day, so where where's the church going to be at that point? Well, remember First Thessalonians four. We shall forever be with the Lord. So if the Lord is here, which He will be, so will His bride, and we will celebrate that great victory, and we will be there in that kingdom with the Lord, with the resurrected saints. It's going to be quite the party, folks, and a party that we do not want to miss, and that's going to be a great blessing, and we can look forward to the future. Regardless of how dark this world is now, and how dark it's going to get, and as it progresses down the hill, when we're looking at Christ, when we're looking at His plan, it's always up and mobile. There's going to be a day when evil is going to be taken care of, and I, when I say make take it care of, they're going to see their day on that great and terrible day of the Lord. Uh, the the wheat and tares are going to be gathered up first and burned, and then the kingdom is going to be established. And um, we're going to get more into that. Lord willing, spirit guide, rapture pending, in tomorrow morning. Father in heaven, thank you for this opportunity of fellowshipping in your word once again. And we pray, Heavenly Father, that you open up our hearts to these things. Make them real to us. Make it our hope, our confident expectation. Taking our eyes off the current situation of the world and holding on to a great anticipation of the day of the return of the Lord. For, for us as a church, 
We're looking forward to that rapture. We're looking forward to, to exiting this and that hapazo and that exit resurrection. But we, as a preacher Messler would say, that we'd be watching all this unfold from the mezzanine. And I do believe that. So I pray to Heavenly Father, let these things, let us know if, for above all things that it's all in your sovereign control. And it never was nothing different than that. We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Alright, again, we'll see you in the morning. Stay motivated. Lord, keep your armor on and keep fighting the good fight of faith. We'll see you. Joining us. You can hear this message again, as well as previous lessons, and get notes by visiting us online at www.gchapel.org.